Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, here with equipment operator and co-host Aaron Keller. And we have another full house today. Last week was a full house, and we have another crowd again here in the podcast room. So we are joined by Ryan Brock with the Wild Sheep Foundation. Always great to have him here. Great to have you, Ryan. Good to be here. Thank you. And then we also have Laura Ritchie with Nothing To It Cooking Class. Good to have you too, Laura. Great to be here. And then we have Christy Crabtree with Nevada Foodies. So you probably noticed the theme in this room. There's a lot of cooking experts in here today. So it's always good to have both, all three of you. Yeah, Yeah, a whole lot of... um reasons that we're probably going to get hungry at the end of this one yes and that is because we have multiple cooking classes coming up next month in february which is approaching very quickly um so they're all on it's two classes on february 22nd so does one of you want to explain um the difference between these two classes that we have that day sure so uh the first class is a demonstration style class it's at nothing to it it starts at 10 30 and I think it's just such a unique thing that we do, um, uh, well, that we all do together, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. That um, uh, Endow comes and you guys talk about field care and sort of all the nuance of hunting and harvesting. And then um, Christy with Nevada Wild Game Foodies, she, by the way, has a fabulous website and yes. book that you all need to check out. So she does, um, she does some recipes. I usually do a recipe. Um, we like the demonstration format because it just allows for more questions. It's, it's a big subject, and we just want people to be armed with the information. But then we started, and we did this last year. Ryan came to us, and we were so thrilled to do it. Uh, at 2.30 is a kids' class, and that is a hands-on class that the kids will come with their parents. And we had a blast last year. Yeah, we did. It was really exciting and really fun working with you last year and looking forward to, to doing another one this year. So very exciting stuff. So um, the adult class, I keep calling it a class, but like you said, it's a demonstration, and I like that format. So we come and talk about hunting and field care, and then you guys, you two, um, cook. and cook from there. Yeah. Cook. Yeah. 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 I'm like, I cooking. can't get that word out. <laughs> cook. Well, you know, the demonstration style works because, you know, um, some some recipes, you know, are very quick, but then some, like you made a chili verde one time and it was right. so fabulous. And obviously that's something we can't get done in real time. But the demonstration, what I think is so genius about it is that, you know, Christy will go through her recipe and she'll demonstrate what she does and I'll do mine. And you learn the nuance of like, okay, why does she use this spice? Why does she prefer this cut? Um, and so you really get to dive a little bit more in depth than doing the hands-on. Hands-on is great when you really want that sort of muscle memory I kind of call it but in the demonstration we get to answer everybody's calls and you know um gosh when you've been cooking Christy people will will ask like oh you know well I have this kind of meat can I do this with it would you use this in that recipe and so that's 
I think that's the genius behind the demonstration. Yeah. Plus they get to eat and they don't have to do any dishes. They, they don't have to do any work. Right. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Work. Yeah. Lift a fork. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we have it all prepared before they get there. Or you'll have somebody else helping you and have it prepared and then they get a taste test everything that we're actually cooking. So it works out pretty good. Who wouldn't want to go to that? Yeah, <laughs> it sounds I, It's great. hard to imagine. <laughs> Another know. cool thing that we do at the demonstration ones is, is talk about equipment or like cooking tools, things you would need, utensils, right. things like that. Right. Yeah, I'm, I, I mean, that's, that's sort of a passion of mine. It's my mission because I feel that, um, you know, you've taken all this care out in the field and, you know, you've harvested these animals and it's really important. And I love, I can't remember if it was you, Aaron, that was talking about like, you like to write on your package, like where you got it oh, and, right, yeah. and all this stuff. And I just think that's so great. And why not make that count in the kitchen? Because your equipment really does affect how it cooks. It makes a big difference. So, um, so we do go over that. Yeah, we were talking about what she's references on the actual package of the, the freezer paper, right? On like, you could even do like who was there or any any details you want about the hunt. And then when you go oh, to your freezer fun. and you pull it out, it just like tells a whole other story. So it's another part of. It's of a the flood. Whole See, like place. I, yeah, I hunt yeah. wine. So Same here. I, when you and I both. <laughs> <laughs> so I call them wine tattoos when you go to the wine country and you bring back a bottle. You're yeah. getting hunting yes. tattoos and you come back right. and you've got your meat. And, you know, I just yep. I, I just think that's such a fabulous idea. I love that. Yeah, that is really cool. So have you you said you haven't decided on the recipes you'll be cooking yet? We haven't yet. No. Um, so it's just depending on on what kind of meat Laura gets um, and then in what kind of meat I want to I want to donate as well, um, whether it be mule deer, uh, cow elk, bull elk or um, a little bit of sheep. Maybe not the sheep, though, because yeah. that's hard to come yeah. by. So yeah. Now that I just said yeah. that, I yeah. take that back. Maybe not. And yeah. then, Laura, you had mentioned that um, you have to check out Christie's cookbook, but also your Instagram. Instagram, um, website, nevadafoodies.com. Um, game meat is all we eat. So we were lucky enough to harvest and fill five tags this year, so we have plenty of oh it. Um, so we don't go to the store and buy meat. Um, so I cook wild game usually five days out of every week of every year so there's a lot of recipes on the website over 300 um, and I'm constantly trying to figure out healthy creative ways to prepare the game meat um, for dinner um, for a party of two up to a party of you know six or eight our neighborhood's pretty pretty popular for having wild game um, cooking uh, weekend nights I should say parties things like that um, so I'm constantly creating something new. Yeah, so. we've, we've heard about your I was going to say, oh, yeah, before yeah. we yeah. forget, our competitions, we got to... That's yeah. right. We got yeah. to plug our podcast. We did a few... I think it was in December. Check it out. We did it with Bob Rhaegar, who's yeah. our engineer, but also Christy's neighbor. Right, my neighbor. <laughs> and yep. he, he, he never misses an opportunity to brag that he beat you. <laughs> yes, I know, I know. I think I cried that day, <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, I think I lost by a half a point. <laughs> so it was terrible. But that's impressive. Someone could beat you just looking at your Instagram I'm always on your Instagram feed and my mouth just waters seeing some well, of these it, recipes you know I do this too just for you know just to take the mystique out of wild game just to make it look amazing because every dish that you plate like we were talking about the time the money that you spend out in the field you know and you bring those memories home you want to you know prepare that dish and and make it you know go on and on and be able to explain to everybody where it came from you know how it was taken um, and the care that you put into it you know and feeding your family a healthy meal with wild game is you know it's an extra plus 
So, I mean, there's, it's, it's fun for me. It's a hobby for me, and I just want to make sure that more people take the time to really enjoy the outdoors and, and take care of, you know, the animal and bring it home and have the ultra respect and for it um, exactly. to the dinner plate. So. And then I do like your method, and Bob had mentioned this too, that a lot of people are just so intimidated with cooking with wild game. So you really do make these recipes that a lot of people... I guess it's more relatable like everyone can it's, it's totally them. relatable yeah. i mean there's there's no difference between going to the store and buying a, a piece of beef and bringing it home and not thinking about cooking wild game in a similar manner and sure there's you know certain techniques and and cooking times that that are different but there's there's nothing different really about it besides you know besides in the mind so you just take it home and, and try it and have a good exactly. time yeah i so. think i think that's one of the reasons that the demonstration courses or classes so so much better I guess for learning is that you have there you're really focused on what you're doing right and um, as a as a person that's watching it they can watch you instead of being distracted and trying to do it right or do it perfect they can kind of watch and see how easy it is but then also hear your take on how you approach mm -hmm. that Right, right. You know, I mean, how, how we wrap it up, freeze it, cut it, um, you know, how I let it defrost and take, you know, a few days to let it defrost in the fridge at the same temperature, which a lot of the techniques and tips that I've learned, too, over the years has been from taking some of the classes and nothing to it from Laura. So, I mean, it's been very helpful. And like we talked about, the tools, the skillets, um, it makes a difference in the way that your food gets prepared and, and gets plated. So, right. I mean, you'll learn a lot at these classes um, besides just enjoying the meat in the meals that we're going to cook up. But it's true, you know, skillets, things like that, cast iron versus other skillets. Um, and so she's got a lot of information that she'll be able to provide for, for everybody as well. So I think the next step, people need to get signed up for this class. So where could they do go to do that? So they can come to us. We're at 225 Crummer Lane. They can stop by and sign up. They can give us a call at 775-826-2628, uh, which is... It spells cook, so it's 826 <laughs> cook. Yeah. Um, or they can go to our website, and it's uh, nothingtoit.com, and they can sign up online. So lots of avenues to do it. Again, that's yeah. February 22nd, and the, uh, the demonstration is at um, what time was that? That's at 1030. 1030. Yeah. Okay, and then following the demonstration later that afternoon, which is why we have Ryan here, is the cooking class. That you two class, are yeah. partnering on. Yeah, so this started last year. You know, I'm always looking for new things to get kids into the outdoors and and uh, and understanding that hunting is not only acceptable but a lot of times a, a wonderful thing for 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 families and for food and all of that. And so came up with this idea and reached out to uh, Nothing to It, and they said, Yeah, hey, we do a cooking class kind of like this for adults. We've never done it with kids before. Let's see if we can put something together. And so we partnered with Nevada Department of Wildlife and nothing to it. And then the Sheep Foundation came in with some funds to help pay for even the kids to do it. And it was a great class last year. It really was. And so this will be the second year doing it. And, uh, and we kind of have one year behind us now. And I think this year's going to be just as, just as successful as last year. And how cool to be getting kids cooking so young. I mean, we always talk about this, so we talk about these youth cooking classes. But it is just, I mean, it's a great opportunity for them. It is, you know, and, and I grew up in a hunting family and harvesting our own meat and even processing it all, but I've learned that I do the same stuff my dad always did. 
and it's the same recipes and I'm never branching out. And so what I took away last year is when I was there with it, you know, I walked away with some new ways of doing things and understanding new tools uh, as well as using it, but just some new recipes. And I think I have a lot of the wild game cookbooks, but I've used very few recipes out of there. And it's when you're doing it, that's what you're going to take back and actually utilize is when with the youth one, we're actually, they're preparing it. They ground the meat last year to make the sausage for the wontons and everything. And that just leads, I think, to more, uh, more chance of them actually doing it at home mm-hmm. or, their, or their parents following through and encouraging that. That's why it's so cool. We have all these, we have the demonstration for the adults and then we have this cooking class for the kids, which their parents can come. Yeah, the parents uh, do need to be there. It's kind of a partnership, really. You know, we have the kid working with their parent or guardian uh, for a couple reasons. One, you know, there's some sharp knives there and stuff, too. And and with some young kids, (laughs) it's obviously safety is an issue there. Uh, But more importantly, really, is that we're hoping that with the parents there, when the kids go home and they're excited and they want to cook this for their friends or for their family, there's the support there saying, yeah, let's do this. And I think that's the most important part of it. Well, let's get into this more, and we even have a special guest to talk after the break. You're listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today, we're talking about some upcoming cooking classes we have happening on February 22nd. And before the break, we talked about a cooking demonstration that we'll be having that afternoon. Um, or that morning, excuse me. But then that afternoon, we have a youth cooking class, which, um, Ryan, you were telling us how kids come and then they could bring their parents. So do you want to elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah, you know, I think the whole goal really is uh, to get kids excited about cooking and understanding where our food comes from. You know, so many times they go to the grocery store, they buy it, and anymore it's looking less and less like real food. It's packaged up within packages. You get it out. It's already made into cute little dinosaur shapes that you throw in a microwave and and eat. And I think that this really shows that, look, it comes from an animal, and this is how it comes from the animal, and this is how you make it look like food. Exactly. And that's an important process. And during the break, I think, Christy, you had mentioned it, it gives you so much more, it gives the kids so much more attachment. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah. To see where it came from and to help pack it out and to grind it at home and to do all of that and then to plate it. Yeah, it's a full circle event, you know. I mean, you're showing ultimate, the highest respect for that animal that you brought home by by doing that and doing it as a family too. So very cool to be showing kids that. And we actually, I would ask you what the reaction is from the kids in the class, but we actually have two kids here. There are special guests who actually took that class. This is um, Ryan's kids and we have Riley. Do you want to explain what you liked about the class? Um, I really liked um, grinding the meat. Very cool. Was there any favorite recipes that you had? No. (laughs) They were all good, huh? (laughs) Very good. So that that had to be cool, grinding the meat. Very fun. Cool. And then we have Dylan here, your brother. Dylan, how did you like the class? I love this cooking class. Um, My favorite part about it was just waiting it to be done cooking. 
Very just watching cool. it cook. That was your favorite part or the hardest part? The, my favorite. Oh. He probably ready. felt proud that he was able to right. sit there and wait. <laughs> and then you just finished um, Hunter Red, right? Is what you guys were just saying during the break? Yeah. Very cool. So you're getting started young, and now you'll have all these recipes to be able to try out. Mm-hmm. Have you tried out any of the recipes yet? Have you gone home and recooked them over? Um, no, not, not yet. yet. But I bet you're planning to. Yeah. Any yeah. favorite ones that you had? Um, my favorite one was the wonton. It was super mm. flavorly like. <laughs> that sounds good. How cool that sounds you guys are delicious. able to make your own meals. You're creating recipes. That has to feel pretty good, huh? Yeah. Very cool. Well, thank you two for joining us. They're, they always make a little appearance when we have Ryan here, so you guys might recognize their voices. <laughs> so it's always good to have you two talk and get your feedback. Special guest. Yeah, yeah. special guest. And, and I think what's neat, too, is, you know, <clears throat> since that class, it has triggered quite a bit of change at home. You know, they are, uh, you know, really wanting to try and cook breakfast, learning how to cook omelets, learning how to Ooh. cook French toast. Um, my daughter's been really big into watching cooking shows now on Netflix. And so, although they're usually the food sugary dessert ones, yeah. <laughs> hey, instead of the healthy something. cooking ones, yeah. but you know, she's getting creative. And even last week and she's like, I want to create this, uh, cupcake and had her own recipe all designed and drawn out for us. And we had to go to the store and buy the ingredients that she wanted to try. And so I think it's kind of that, in, that spark. That's really getting kids to think that, wow, I can cook. It's not just my parents that can cook. I can cook. And, and kind of take off with that. And I think it's neat when it's wild game specifically, especially oh, when their friends come over, that then they can have that conversation with their friends yes, on, hey, we hunt, we harvest our own meat, we know where it comes from. You know, if you wanted to go into the free range or, or no hormones, you know, but at their yeah. age, they're, they know nothing about that. It's just, hey, this is how, how it is. We, we get our own meat. And Laura, these kids should be proud because you were saying during the break, um, you don't dumb down these recipes at all for them. No, we um, we make sure that the kids are still using real knives. We don't use any pretend or plastic knives. We <laughs> use the pans. We They use the ovens, you know, depending on their age. That's why we like a parent there because... The ovens are a little bit taller and things could be a little bit heavier. But we feel very strongly about arming these kids with the right techniques and flavors and experience in the kitchen because we do want them to go home and cook. We want them to be part of the family and contribute to um, to what happens at home. And, you know, I don't know about you, but when I make something, I, there's pride and ownership. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what you see with the kids when they cook a meal they're not going to tell you that it's terrible because they just cooked it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's kind of fun, too, because you can sneak some stuff in there, like yeah. green beans. Um, <laughs> she's looking at me like, don't be putting green beans in <laughs> So maybe no green beans will be on the 22nd. But, um, but what if we did, like, some kind of Chinese green bean with some ground elk and ginger and garlic that sounds kind of good she looks like she's smiling i see a smile now yeah Yeah. (laughs) so um you know i I was really excited about this project and we continue to we take our kids and teens classes very seriously so um i i think this is just the perfect partnership i really do i feel like when if my wife listened to you say that that she would agree with that's how i am about cooking like everything i cook is always the best that i've ever had (laughs) oh yeah thing it could be a pancake. I'm like, these are the best pancakes that I've ever had. <laughs> well, I mean, I just, I think that's the joy of cooking is that there's a beginning and an end. There's measurable, edible results, you know, 
And um, they're, gosh, I don't know about you, but my to-do list is never done. It's an unending list. And this is one thing that you can actually like sit Complete. and enjoy yeah. and feel like you did something. I know everybody right. talks about like make your bed and you'll feel like you did something. That's like fleeting for me. I yeah. never make right? my bed. No, I, that's not even <laughs> on my to-do list. I just close <laughs> the door. Yeah, right? I have other things to worry about than making my bed. Yeah, so, I get what you mean. You know, and, and I mean, you set your palate. So the more you can train your palate to have to be open to different foods and different flavors, the more likely you'll go towards that. If you are raised on ranch dressing, like that is always going to be your bar for what food is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I think that goes for all of us, every single one of us, not just kids. But, you know, if you're used to only eating the sweet things, then that's what you're going to gravitate towards. So we're always going to try and inch you towards something else. Exactly. Very cool. That's a really good point. Um, For me, I gravitate to the lettuce wraps. Oh, yeah. That's good. That sounds good. That I learned, like, one of the first classes we did, and I'm always like, a, that's one of my favorite recipes And you got that it. out of this class? Yeah, it was one of the first Very ones cool. that we did and did it couple times I think since then but yeah I think we served those at the legislature one time we did yeah yes. mm-hmm. yep. I love it because it was it was fresh spices uh, like fresh herbs and dried spices and crunchy and you don't, don't feel know. guilty because it's in lettuce I love the um the bear pot stickers yeah. That is so interesting to me. Yeah. And it was great. I think yeah. you did bare lettuce wraps one time, we did too, for too. us. Yeah. yeah. That was there was amazing. a girl in college that had harvested That's the right. bear. And it was so, I'll never forget, because that meat was so rich. Usually you see, like, the peanuts or something else stand out on that recipe. But this time the meat, was, it was I just am salivating now talking about it. <laughs> right. It was so good. The bear is delicious. She said, it, it, like, the bear had been living on pine nuts pine you know nuts. Oh, so i can yeah. see that yeah. so that's also another thing to think about is um who knows what types of meat you'll have for these classes or the demonstration that people get to try yeah in the past we broke them down as like big game and then or like a small game or fish or when we had like real specific and then we did away with all that because we didn't want people to get only come to one class and get kind of one right. type of cooking or one type of technique and now it could be anything. It could be fish. It could be waterfowl. It could be chucker. It could be big game. It could be yeah. anything. Well, and I think what you guys will appreciate when you go to um, to Christie's, either her Instagram or her Facebook or her website or um, get the book, is that she treats her food very freshly. And it's something that, you know, we've talked about since we started doing these classes is that, you know, y'all know how to make chili. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> it is time to stop having stroganoff and chili right. and do more fresh treatment with because this food, you know, we emphasize every year this meat is like other meat. Yeah, there are some nuances are, that are different for sure, like anything else. But it, I mean, make fajitas, do the fresh stuff, right? I'm doing that tonight, too, by the right. way. Yeah, I've got fajitas. flank steak. Elk it doesn't have steak. to all be. I mean, I love cheese and I love butter, but it doesn't all have to be under that. It doesn't. And you could add that stuff mm-hmm. to some of the other mm-hmm. things. Like, as I'm saying that, I'm like, well, I really do love butter. Like we were but. saying when we sneak things in, that's how my dad is when he cooks. Like, my mom's like, I want it healthy. And then he sneaks some things in there. And we're like, why does this taste so good? But, you know, yeah. I mean, you're hunting for pleasure. You're hunting for control over your diet and your lifestyle. And the cooking should follow that as well. Exactly. Like, why, why, 
why then end up in the kitchen and do all these like sort of unhealthy, heavy-handed stuff? This is something that can follow you throughout the year. And it could be Moroccan. It could be Thai. It could be Chinese, Argentine. Um, it could be whatever cuisine you want, exactly. right? Yeah. Or you could make burgers because there is something very <gasps> amazing about, amazing a, about a good burger. I love sliders, you know? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it like sure. really allows all those flavors to shine through. So, you know, possibilities are endless. Really, I'm game for game. Yeah, I'm yeah. game. I think for we game. all are. That's a good one. Yeah. I know. I'm getting really hungry right now. <laughs> so, um, for the youth cooking class, I don't think we did. We go over registration. Do you want to say that real quick, Ryan? Yeah. So for registration, the Wild Sheep Foundation is going to pay for the youth to take this class. And so we'll pay the the ninety five dollars uh, for each kid. Uh, it's only limited to twelve kids. Uh, and then the parents would pay their own way. So to register, you just have to call nothing to it. Um, say you're interested in, in registering for the, the youth wild game cooking class on February 22nd, and they'll register you right over the phone there. Very cool. And I'm looking at the flyer right now, and I can't say it enough. My mouth is watering. So um, just to be clear, um, the kids can't take the class on their own. They need to be accompanied oh, by point. a parent. So very good. Uh, the foundation is very generous in offering to sponsor the kids and then the parent. And then you sit down and you get to eat when you made. Exactly. Everyone. It's a win win for the parents and mm-hmm. the kids. So very good. So um, we'll share this information um, on our Facebook as well. And then we can They're share popular classes. So if you're interested, yeah. you listen to the podcast and you want to get in on it, you definitely want to register now. Early. Get registered. Yeah. And uh, make sure you get your spot because they fill up. I, do you remember that first year this guy came and he had this huge backpack? And I was like, okay, we're not going hunting. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> he had just flown in from the oh, East Coast. He oh actually lives in Vegas, but then he was on the East Coast and he flew for the class. And I, yeah, that just sort of blew me away. That means a lot. Right. That someone flew. Yeah. I did yeah. think he, he thought we were going out hunting there. first. I'm like, yeah. no, no, no. He was just hoping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Me too, actually. <laughs> like, we're not going to demonstrate that much. We're going to go get it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's how you do it. You load them out in the backyard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Well, it was great to have all of you, Riley and Dylan included. It's always great to hear from you. So thank you all for being here. Yeah, yeah thank thanks you. for having thank us. You. Of course. And thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.